0: Hey, this is Zach at ReCenter. Uh, I want to invite you guys to tune in to these podcast episodes on our family membership. The goal of these episodes is to show to you the heart behind family membership here at Center Church, why the staff and elders want to invite you to consider family membership here at Center Church. And so in the show notes, there's a link that will take you to the course. There's a video course for family membership that will work you through each one of these topics. So that is the commitment. That is the what. But what we're about to talk about is the why, the heart behind each one of these topics. So listen in. I hope it answers any questions you have and just shows you our desire to engage deeper and in a more committed, loving relationship one to another here at Center Church. Thanks, guys. Hey guys, welcome back to ReCenter. We are here talking about family membership here at Center Church. We've navigated what it is and the first two relational commitments. Uh, And now we're going to dive into commitment number three, the relational commitment number three. What does it mean uh, to commit to being a family member here at Center Church? And uh, we've talked about following Jesus and becoming like Jesus is two separate commitments. So go back and listen to those episodes if you want to hear, because they sound very similar. But there's actually some nuance to kind of how we follow him and how we become like him, and some great tools that we as a church want to give you or for you to think about as you commit to those two things and want to become like Jesus. Uh, The next commitment, Mark gathered worship. Would you mind explaining? What do you mean by gathered worship? Um, What does center church mean by gathered worship? And how do we commit to that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And so it's, if you step back for a moment, not just from the New Testament, the epistles and the church gathered and things like that, step back to like the whole storyline of scripture. What you always see God doing is gathering a people set apart for him. Mm. What did God do in Egypt? God called the Israelites out and told Pharaoh, let my people go so they can gather together and worship me. Mm. Um, And as you see throughout the rest of the Bible, it's basically setting people up to see God, adore God, enjoy God, and enjoy him together. Mm. And so that's what the temple was. That's what the sacrifices were about. That's what, uh, And then that's what Jesus led his followers to do. Um, and gathered worship isn't simply about songs that we sing, although that's a part of it, and that's really important. But basically, um, worship, the idea of worship biblically is, is we set our attention on what we love, value, and enjoy. Um, And we don't think of it in those terms, but some of us worship the Chicago Bears. Some of us worship the local mall. Some of us worship Netflix, whatever it is. Like we we set our attention, we give our attention to whatever we enjoy, mm. love, and value. And so, what gathered worship is this? Isn't um, this isn't because God is insecure and wants to get people together who can reaffirm Him? This is God giving Himself to us, what we need. Um, and the more God gives of Himself to us, the more fulfilled yeah. we will be. And so, this idea of uh, th- this commitment of gathered worship. Here's how we explain it. Um, what, what's written out in the relational commitment for gathered worship is this. In order to build up myself and others, I will prioritize the gatherings of the church and spend time in God's presence, hearing God's word among God's people. Church won't be something I'd go to just when it's convenient. I will prioritize the corporate gathering of the church. So right there from the get-go, that first line there, in order to build up myself and others is really critical. We wanted to have both those ideas, um, and the reality is that um, gathered worship, week in and week out, that God's always had gathered people for worship. Yeah, um, and it's tough to quote unquote measure because, like, for most of us, we don't quote unquote feel better or in some demonstrable way every time we go to church. But it's uh, it's something that does form us and shape us every yeah. time we go. It's like that image we used a couple episodes ago of a jagged rock in a stream. Right. The more that water goes over it, the more smooth it becomes. And every time you and I gather together in the gathering of God's people, mm-hmm. uh, it, it changes us. It builds us up little by little. But also in this first sentence, it says, in order to build up myself, and others. And so we want to set the gathered worship as a priority for the sake, not just of you, although we want you to grow, but for the sake of other people as well. Hmm. Um, So Zach, even as I read that, you know, the rest of that line, I will prioritize the gatherings of the church and everything else. What stood out to you from from those images that, that we were laying out?
0: Yeah, I loved that you tied it back to the biblical narrative. As this is a continuation of how yep. God calls His people to respond to Him, to be His people, yeah. to call Him our God. Um, it's a time of recognizing and remembering all that He's done and giving Him worship for that. And like, I think there's just something amazingly beautiful, like. For anyone that's been in a worship service, I know Mark said it's not just singing songs, but there's something amazingly beautiful about singing songs and hearing the voices of your brothers and sisters crying out to their father together in praise and adoration of how good he is. Um, And so I think tangibly, not just uh, conceptually or scripturally, but tangibly, if you've been a part of a church that really loves Jesus and worships him together, you want to be there. Like You don't want to miss those family gatherings, those get-togethers, the gathered worship Um, It's the time that we collectively call out to our father in prayer, like prayer and worship and his word, like Mm -hmm. all these things happen when we're gathered in special ways that they can't happen when we're alone, right? So it's like, it's a part of what it means to be a part of the family of God that we don't want to miss. And so we actually want to do beyond just missing. We want to commit to being there for the benefit, like you said, for us to benefit, but also our presence there is benefiting those around us as we all are turning towards God together. Um, there's just something that happens relationally, like where we're bonded together in His Spirit. Mm-hmm. But then, as we as a family are worshiping Him, it's form, like you said, forming us yeah. as a body of Christ into the character of who He is, mm-hmm. and full, like pouring out His Spirit on us and filling us up, and like, yeah. and forming us with His Word. It's just beautiful how that's happening together yep. as we gather together. That doesn't happen like that anywhere else yeah and you hit that on the head
1: like and biblically as well that's what it talks about like there there is something fundamentally different about gathering corporately with the church family yes you benefit from personal alone uh, bible time and prayer like and we should do that that is essential and beneficial um but god does something different among the gathered people, and that's not me saying that. That's yeah. scripture. Like yeah. God meets His people differently, and that's why that line we put there. I will prioritize the gatherings of the church and spend time in God's presence. That's worship. Mm-hmm. That's prayer. Soaking in His presence. Yes. Uh, secondly, hearing God's word. We don't gather together just to hear our own ideas or man's you know cultural ideas. God's word is what leads us. And thirdly, among God's people, uh, this is a corporate communal gathering among God's. People, yeah. and so that, that's why uh, the last sentence of this commitment is: Church won't be something I go to just when it's convenient. Yeah. I'll prioritize the corporate gathering of the church, and that's just something that we wanted to um, you know provide some non-legalistic clarity to. Right, yeah, uh, because once again in our, I mean, let's just name the American context we, we live in. Most everything is convenience driven. Yeah, um, and. That's a good thing. I'm glad Target is more convenient than they were 20 years ago. I'm thankful that I can get my prescription from Walgreens in a drive-through rather than waiting in line. Like that yeah. that's a good thing. But we subconsciously bring the convenience mentality into church. Yeah. And that is um uh, that's acid on the the foundation of the Christian experience in in many ways. Yeah. Um and so The reality is going to church is oftentimes not convenient. Let's just name it, right? Um, There's times when it would just be easier to tune in from home, watch online while you're doing the dishes, and then go on with your day. Um, And this is something that even like, we're we're grateful for the technology of live streaming our services, Um, but that's something we want to clarify with our church family is that, uh, hey, we're glad for this to be a resource for you. Like if you're traveling and you can't be home or the kids... As you're walking out the door, they begin vomiting and you're stuck home. It's, you know, people are sick. Like, yeah, watch church online. But watching church online is not the same as being gathered with the church. And so uh, we're not legalistic about that, but we just encourage our people. Don't just watch church online. Be in the building with people. A smile is different. Worship is different when you're together.
0: Well, you said it earlier in an episode that like all of these commitments are going to be an invitation to something amazing, but it's also going to be a challenge. And I think that's what you just laid out is the invitation is to be a part of a gathered worship service of God's people is we need to elevate the value of that in our lives and in our hearts and in our minds to the point that it is a priority to make it. um, And it is a priority to be present for it, not distracted, um, but to really be giving our all when we're worshiping God. And then I think The invitation there is the amazing things that God does when we are gathered together Mm. and worshiping him. The challenge is that there's going to be things that try and get in the way of that, that try and distract you, like you said. Um, Or maybe you're like, you lose the value of the gathered church and you're like, well, I'm a Christian, I'm following Jesus, right? And so while it's not legalism, it is an ideal that we need to hold highly, that we are committing as a family member that we're going to make this a priority over everything else on a Sunday morning right as long as church is on Sunday morning for us yeah uh, that it will be the priority on Sunday morning uh above everything else right and so that's a challenge but it's also an invitation to like it's like giving tithe and giving god like here's all my life and mm-hmm. you take these parts this yeah. sunday morning is yours to have your way with as i'm in your family worshiping you to form me and shape me in ways that i don't even know or have planned yeah. um right i can't tell you how many times i've heard people say like Hey today worship was really powerful, or that one song spoke to me or man, there was just a part of the sermon that like I really needed to hear that mm. God really challenged me in yeah um, and then sharing that with each other and encouraging each other and challenging each other through all that like that can't be done alone right um and so yeah I've just uh I love this one I love the gathered church I think I've grown um, in appreciation if that's possible even more for like just being a part of this church and the beauty of our gatherings yeah. Um, it, it's easy to love our gathered worship services. It's not a difficult thing. Yeah, we're blessed in that way that right. you know they're accessible. They are at the same time extremely lofty. That like they raise our eyes and our hearts mm-hmm. to Jesus. Um, but they're not legalistic in in a lot of ways. And so I encourage you guys uh, commit to this one. I mean, commit to all of them, or else you don't get to sign the document, <laughs> right? But this one shouldn't feel like this one shouldn't feel like something that you have to do. But rather, again, something. That is amazing that we get to be in a context in a culture where we can openly gather together yeah. to praise God's name, to sing his praises loud, to hear true preaching from mm-hmm. God's word that are giving glory to Jesus. Like we are blessed to be able to do those things yeah. and we should not take them for granted. And it should be more valuable than anything we can do with our time. Yeah,
1: that's great. And even just a little, a little bit ago, you used that image of like this isn't like a duty we yeah. have to do. And I think that that really embodies the dynamic we're trying to capture. Like this really, like number three, gather worship really is a high invitation and high challenge. Like, first off high invitation. We want to be clear. This isn't like you have to go to jury duty, right? right? Like this is an invitation (laughs) to a feast for your soul, right? Like this this is a joy producing formative experience, right? So this isn't jury duty. You have to commit to go to every week, right? This is come to the feast. Yeah. Uh, At the same time, the challenge with it is, we're all stinking busy. Yeah. There's all lots of things we'd like to do. We want to build a deck. We've got to catch up on email. We've got to go w- do whatever it is with with others. Um, and this is the, the point where like we don't lay down any specifics. We don't say family members have to be in attendance 41 out of 52 weeks a year. We don't give any specifics. <laughs> no, yeah. It is a general principle we ask you with right. a sensitive conscience before the Lord yeah. to wisely discern in community. And so for different people, it will be different. Right there, there's some in our church family who they travel a ton. Yeah, they might only be in the building 25 times a year. Right, um, they want to be here more, but, but they can't.
0: That's like for them, that's every 25 yeah. Sundays that they're in the area. Yeah, they're here. Yeah. So.
1: um and still for others, we've got people in different life uh, seasons. Right, like we've got some people that own a lake house. Great, enjoy the lake house. Right, we got some people with kids in in travel sports. Enjoy that season. Yeah. But the point of discernment for you then as a family member is. What is driving my schedule? Yeah. Right? Like, and there's a way to do travel sports <clears throat> that's enriching to you and God honoring. Let's be honest, there's a way to do it right. that is more like our culture travel sports, yeah. and valuing that. Yeah. So, this is not in any way like a blanket um, discouragement of travel sports no. or lake house, but it's basically do those things, right. enjoy those things. But if a family member was at a lake house every weekend, May through August, right. and was never here in person, right they wouldn't be a part of the family meal yeah, and they'd be missing out. And so we're not legalistically policing, but it is, Hey, how can you prioritize the gathered worship?
0: Well, I think to sign, so it's not legalistic, but to sign this document, I would going into it, know that, geez, during the summer, I really like to stay up at the lake house. Right? Like, yeah. And that's something that I would like to encourage all of you, not just to say whatever, they won't judge me. I'm just going to sign it. Yeah. But to navigate that tension with people in your community, like, Guys, I really did feel attention when signing this that I was committing to be here mm. for the gathering. But I know in my mind that I've already prioritized something above church for three and a half months of the year. Like, yeah. can you guys navigate what's wise? What's what's you know what's a good commitment? Is am I being legalistic or should I really pay attention to what God's saying here? Yeah, and maybe make a plan to come back Saturday night. Sometimes I don't know. Yeah. Like, it's okay to have, um, and it's going to happen when you commit to this this center uh, family, and we're following Jesus, his ways are going to intersect in a way with culture Mm. and what we value, and we have to choose with prayer and with humility to become more like Jesus and do what Jesus would do in those situations. Like, what would Jesus celebrate more? What would he smile about, you know, you spending your time doing? Yes, he wants you to have fun with your family at the lake, but does he want you to miss out on the worship service, the feast, that is his presence and his word yeah. together with your spiritual family probably not like mm. probably not like you've got three days at the lake you've only got sunday mornings that you can gather in this way mm. in this expression and so as someone who does like to be at the lake house i mean i cheat because it's my job i can't really not come to church <laughs> but i would like to think and i'm pretty confident in saying that i would make church a priority because something i've thought about too is like you may not realize it as, and as uh, someone who thinks a lot about community life and family life you're forming also your children into yeah. what they're going to prioritize in their schedule if work gets in the way of family or like church like I can't cause I'm on a business trip every Sunday, Sorry, you guys are gonna have to go without me. then just notice your kids are seeing that mm-hmm. pattern yeah that that's more important to you or that's the priority, or if it's travel sports, you're also forming them into that like or right. if it's you know. The lake house, Your are forming children are seeing not just what you say, but the way you actually are prioritizing your life. And so if they're to follow you as you follow Jesus, just make sure that we are wrestling with Jesus on these things, mm. and that we at least have the humility to say, Jesus, am I right in this or yeah. am I wrong? Yeah, I'm not saying what is right and wrong. I'm saying, I think Jesus is... is trustworthy enough to work that out with you. If you're willing to humbly come before him mm-hmm. and say, what brings you pleasure in this decision? And then asking him and asking the council of brothers and sisters, and then choosing yeah. like we committed to the first thing to follow Jesus. When he clearly speaks, when he says, this is what I want for your life. Yeah. Choose to follow him in this category. So, yeah.
1: Well, and you know, once again, just to over communicate, uh, it just kind of happened. Where as we were talking, the lake house image is kind of what what we use. Because I'm guilty. <laughs> no. I have a guilty conscience. Uh, th- this wasn't something Zach and I coordinated on. It just kind of naturally came up. It's where we As live That's an example. And yeah. so this is, I just, this is an example we want to clarify for you. Uh, once again, we don't give any specifics. This isn't like to guilt lake house people go and enjoy it. Right. This is for you to discern between you and the Lord. Um, so yeah, there, there might be some weekends where you stay up there Friday until Monday morning. Fine. Let, let God lead you in that. But this is for you to discern. How often you do that? How, how wise is it for how often you do that? That's yeah. for you to discern with your community group and dialogue about, hey, what would be a profitable wise amount so we're, we're not prescribing numbers or mark i have an idea what's your idea
0: invite mark and i to your lake house and bring <laughs> church with you i'm just kidding
1: boom <laughs> done um yeah so this is not to like lay guilt on anybody for lake houses enjoy it that's a blessing from yeah, god that's it a is. that's a that's a foreshadowing of an eternity of resting and delighting in yeah. heaven right um so that was just something that came up and we, we began dialoguing through um so not not guilt but Process through it. Yeah. Seek the Lord. How yeah. many times would be wise? Right. And then let the Lord lead you from there. But uh, we're not gonna be banging <laughs> on your lake house door on Sunday morning. Well, no, we we're. named
0: some other stuff. It was Lake House traveling, basically anything that is going to take that Sunday morning from your your schedule, yeah. and not leave it available for you to gather together with the body of Christ to worship. Yeah. Lake House has got a bad rap, but it could be anything, yep. you know? Yep. Um, so yeah. Anyways, we love you guys. I hope you hear all that and love. Um, and also know that when we process things, it's probably because personally, we've you know had some of those tensions come up or have seen them uh, in our lives. So we love you guys. We're walking with you. We're also committing to these things, and I just uh, want you guys to pray and see the invitation of the amazing experience and the unique experience that we have as god's people to be able to gather together and worship him no other people outside of god's people get to worship mm. the god of the universe yeah get to experience his presence and get to sing praises as if everything is aligning the way it should be that's i mean that's heaven yeah and we get to taste it here on earth and why would you say no to that so mm. hope you guys will commit with us uh, to want to be at our gathered worship services as a family at center church love you guys see you next episode